Hello everyone, welcome to the Cyber Weekly. The Cyber Weekly is a podcast which talks about cyber security and all matters related to cyber security with book reviews monthly with me, Deogratia Fakao, your host, and you know, my co-host. In this week's podcast, we talk about email compromise. If your email compromised, uh, you get to know about that. We talk about two updates you badly need to make sure you update your your, your device. Then finally, we end with uh, wax comes. And let's begin. So we shall start with the question of what's NAS API. NAS.API is uh, more of a, a, a database of um, of a breach of several breaches which have uh, were basically collecting data from people's uh, browsers and all that. So of recently, they um, it was actually like four months ago, yeah, one of the security companies uh, uh, flagged it and uh, they let the guys of uh, have I been pawned to know about it and these guys ended up um, adding this to their database and that's how uh, the rest of us got to know about it though right now uh, many people have actually published a, a lot of information about it apart from two which is uh, Blitting Computers and uh, the Troy Hand, I believe. Yeah, so that's it about um, the NAS API. So, so what you're saying is that they collect, they have access to compromised credentials. Yeah, it's basically a database which was, uh, which was hacked, uh, like, it has been some time, and it was being, you know, sold on the dark web so when they got to know about it that's when they were able to publish in this public domain of uh, have i been pwned with have i been pwned basically to you know show you all you have to do is just put in your email and they'll show you where they've flagged it in the different uh, darknet rooms okay yeah so if we can uh perhaps dive in deeper. I have, uh, thanks to your, to your links, I've, I've used the I have been pwned website and um, I also found that my, my credentials have been breached. Uh, and by, for our listeners, pwned, have I been pwned? Pwned is spelled P-W-N-E-D, which is a misspelling of the word pwned. I think traditionally it's uh, uh, a, a gamer slang that means a person, a person being totally and completely dominated by an opposition opponent in this in any situation, in the hacker and programming community or cyber security uh, forum, it's used to describe obtaining unauthorized control of someone else's computer. Sometimes it's uh, spelled P W N D, sometimes P W N T, P W N three D. So I found that um, my oh, credentials have been breached. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Uh, I had not heard about this, so I was very curious. Okay. I found that most of the, my credentials have been have been from old incidents, but more worrying was more recent ones where you have a site like um, a Deezer music streaming site called Deezer. Yeah. Uh, then Zynga, which is a game developer in 2022, then Question Pro in 2022. 
I was surprised that um, I had there was a LinkedIn was hacked, but that was uh, 2016. So uh, I think I've, I, it, the good thing is that when you do look at the website, I think we'll share the link. Mm. Um, it provides a warning um, that you've been pawned, but also indicates that you know your computer may have been um, infected with malware. So I guess it is recommended to change your passwords. Obviously, having longer passwords and all that is better to all your sites. Um, Speaking so of that, can you just I, yeah? I was among the victims. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I was going to say. That, so what has been your, uh, your experience? Yes, yeah, so I was one of the victims, but I think it was a long time ago. Uh, this database is not new, because this happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, Around 2021 is when I had, you know, for a cybersecurity person, for you to say that 2021 is the last time you change your password, ah, that's not a good sign. So, <laughs> not yeah, at all, so, not at all. <laughs> yes, so yeah, that was the last time I changed it. So, when I saw that, I actually had to, to change it. And also, what saved me was because actually, when I joined cybersecurity, one of the things which pushed me towards that was uh, an attack which happened to me by um, I had I had a, a, an Instagram page which is uh, uh, if you go and search for it it's called do movement so I used to you know create my my different uh, should I say uh, uh, those motivational uh, writings so I used to write some yeah here and there then post, you know, edit. That's how I got to know about Photoshop and all that. So, yeah, that's why I used to practice. So, uh, a bit of of it was uh, was that. Then I also I also worked on uh, something to do with. Uh, let me gather my thoughts. I yes. During that time, I worked on uh, an Instagram post, and it was called Do Movement. Unfortunately, someone hacked it. Uh, I think at that time I was share. I was using the same credentials, you know, at that time. So they were able to hack it, and then you know, start you know following random random people here and there, changing the pictures. I was like, okay. But what saved my Gmail was. Uh, was was two-factor authentication because they they showed me that a person from one of those countries which is known for hacking yes was 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 trying to access my my email several times but since it was having two-factor authentication they could go past that 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 point so yeah I think around that time, that's that's the the credentials they were able to to, to take around that time. And that's, I guess, that's where I became a, a victim of this NAS API. <laughs> so, but I, I guess you really learned a lot from that. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, as I was able to to pick up, improve my security here and there. So I've I've really pushed towards a lot of things now. Nowadays, also things like password managers, I use them a lot. 
so now like the one i would recommend is bitwarden now with bitwarden you just have to have a master password and with this master password you're able to store these other passwords inside it and if you add two-factor authentication you're able to now reinforce the security here and there so yeah it's it's one of those things which you learn the hard way <laughs> yeah it's it's true and does in bitwarden does the does it help you generate passwords for the other sites or those are now passwords you generate yourself uh it helps you generate passwords for yourself actually yeah it randomly generates passwords yeah so uh, i think i'll share a link of how to to, to do that on uh, in the show notes but basically just as long as you've already accessed it and you are able to randomly generate passwords the length of the password what all those things so yeah that's 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 the benefit of a, a password manager so the most used nowadays is uh, one one password i believe and also bitwarden so those are the, but bitwarden, bitwarden is like a community one which people like a lot about it the reason being is again one of the options is is you can actually use it for free and still get all the most of the options maybe if you now want to add things like uh ub keys and all that to help reinforce the security uh for our listeners who don't know ub keys it's basically digital keys which you can be using to actually it's more like a usb you connect then you are able to to save a password i mean a password of some sort another way of authentication yeah so yeah if you want those additional options you you pay for that but under normal circumstances just the normal one is also really good so uh, i highly recommend bitwarden is bitwarden uh free or does it do you need a yeah they have the free option okay where you get basically access to everything like the normal everything you require for a proper password manager yeah, from the two-factor authentication to all those other options yeah you get that so when you have it though as long as you have like set the password up it's like yeah or it you have that option of just clicking three four clicks then it will automatically put the password for you after you putting the master password obviously yeah so they're really good and uh, one password is that a subscription based yeah that one is actually one people love the most because they have additional features which are better than bitwarden though they don't have a free option but mm. uh, many people also prefer that compared to bitwarden but yeah they all work the same way though one yeah. password has a slight edge because of the additional features like you can store like you know when you're traveling you might have some some temporary pass like some passwords you would want to to maybe share to a particular device and all that so it gives you that option of like sharing of passwords and all that in a secure manner so yeah that's that additional benefit which it has uh, plus other features yeah yeah 
So that's a, that was a, a, an interesting experience for you, I guess. If you, yeah. if you can, if it from what it taught you. Yeah. Um, so. Mm, yeah. So 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 I guess this talks to the question of of, of our listeners, yeah. like what um, you know, how do they know that they are safe? It is it is going to that site, I think. Okay. Now, Check out the, yeah. Now, for knowing whether you're safe or not, uh, there are basically two things you have to put into consideration. One is not having the same password for every account. Two is uh, making sure that you provide any uh, application which has to factor authentication, use it. So make sure you have to factor authentication so that if the passwords which are breached, you're able to have that failover of the person can't access your account without some particular credentials. You know that it's a Google Authenticator. Yeah, it's, they're not perfect, but it's it's a better alternative compared to just having a single factor which they get your password then they're done. So yeah, and definitely check out Have I Been Pwned and make sure that you are not among the, the victims. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Okay, do, do you have anything more to say about the, um, the Have I Been Pwned or we can move on? Can move on. That's it. Okay, so we are looking now at uh, the Zoom uh, Zoom update, uh, no. the required updated version 5.60, 16.0. Can you tell us about that one? Now, now this 16.0 is uh, the week one. There is a new version called 17, 5.17. Uh, the reason why I put 5.16.0 it is for my memory because <laughs> I'd have forgotten it, those numbers. But um, so 5.16.0, the lower versions, anything lower than that is vulnerable to this this attack. And if you check its CVE number, I believe it's 8.8. Uh, 8. Uh, for those who don't know about CVEs, it's a uh, common vulnerabilities and exposures. So it's a way of tracking uh, vulnerabilities. So obviously the higher the number, the, the higher the, the level of, of damage it can cause. So this one is, uh, you really need to make sure you update your, your Zoom as soon as possible to avoid getting into this scenario. Because now this allows someone who is not authenticated to, to to do privilege privilege escalation. Uh, basically, what privilege escalation means is I've accessed your machine, and now uh, I'm trying to to you know become the administrator uh, and be able to manage your machine as if you're the one managing it, or try to uh, push towards like the crown jewels of your organization. So I've let's say Josephine, I've hacked your machine and I was able to access maybe the IT department or the financial department's machines like that. That is not privilege escalation. So yeah, that's basically how it works. Then 
the next one, which is the one for uh, for Chrome. Yeah. Before you go, sorry. Before you go to the Chrome, uh, to the Chrome uh, update. Mm -hmm. So the Zoom update means is this going to happen through Zoom? Somebody, if I'm on a call with somebody on Zoom, for instance, then they have that access. So how how does it uh, how does it manifest? Okay, that, that is that is a good question. Um, basically, when you when you're on the internet on your machine. Because this this particular vulnerability affects mostly the Windows machines. So if you're on your machine and you just click Zoom, you'll be able to access Zoom. But you know the first thing Zoom will do is look for the updates, the latest updates of the of the application. So it will tell you do you want to install updates. Some of us will be like later. <laughs> but uh this is uh, a, a key vulnerability so make sure you update your zoom <laughs> yes okay that's fine um so if if you have an un essentially you have an unpatched version of zoom then you're vulnerable that's what it is yeah okay, okay. um all right go on to the next one on chrome so now for the Chrome, uh, it's not that different from the Zoom one. Though, uh, if you notice the CVE numbers, uh, now for CVE numbers, notice the first part of the, the like the second portion of it is the the year. So this is 2024, meaning it is like the latest, like latest, latest in January. So it's a new vulnerability, and if you notice, um, there are very few sources which are actually having the information concerning it because obviously don't want to disclose a lot of information concerning what is actually happening since it's still it's a zero day attack meaning uh, many have like even if it's a zero day attack they've already come with up to the remediation for it but since it affects multiple devices uh, they have not disclosed a lot of information concerning what 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 it does but basically the okay of um, the chrome v8 it's one of those uh, op, uh um, additions inside the, the chrome browser which which is affected by this uh, bug and uh, basically it's being exploited so uh, as early as possible uh, please update your <laughs> Chrome also. Uh, now for Chrome, uh, I think you go to the settings and you, uh, I think there's um, about my device, about about Chrome, something like that. And when you click on that, it will be able to check for the updates. So ensure you also update that. Okay, well that's that's good. I think those are. Uh, I think it's it's also those the the challenge is also if you don't if you also have the option of not updating, which is which is where you you then become vulnerable. You you need to be constantly if if you need to update and say you, you check that your browser is saying update, then you should update, not ignore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, 
Uh, the next portrait is now Josephine, all the way. So um, tell us about the story of um, these work scams. You know, people are dying to look for new jobs, new everything, since it's a new year. Would you give me more, shed more light on, on that? Yeah, there, there are um, many work scams. I think, uh, and you know, the people want to work online, especially. Um, but it, I think they are quite common, and I think they also come in different forms. So, I think one of the main ones is uh, fake job listings. So, I think there is an article on on uh, fake how how adverts were running off Facebook uh, about um, you know you you know can apply for work and all that. And I think in 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 the desperation that people have of of being able to work. Then um, it, it they normally the the fake job postings for instance normally um, they promise a high paying job uh, normally they don't expect you to have experience and and sometimes a lot of times they're posted on what what can be considered um, a legitimate job board uh, board job uh, job boards um, of course normally if you click on the link for instance you will go to a fake website and Often you will also be asked for personal information, which you normally you wouldn't um, really want to share online. And then there are other scams as well. You've got, I think the scam that we know, the, you have those pyramid schemes um, where you're, there's a promise of making money if you recruit others. There's also phishing scams where you've got uh, an email coming to you, you know, with from a legitimate company or what seems to be a legitimate company, uh, a bank, credit card, um, and asking you to click a link to provide more personal information. They also, I think I think we've seen those in Uganda as well, where somebody promises that if you give them some money, that uh, you can get a job. Um, and, and I think, um, you know, saying, give me this much money, then I'll promise you a job, or I'll promise you whatever it is, and I'll benefit, or whatever it is. Um, of course, um, real employers don't normally ask for for money up front, so so those are some of the scams. Uh, there are other scams like um, which will uh, promise you money, like uh, jobs which say you know um, uh, high pay for for simple jobs for simple jobs like data entry or for online surveys and such things. So there are a lot of scams like that out there. I I try to look for data on the scams. Um, but I, I think there's not that much data. I think there's not that much reported. But I think it's on the increase. In in Africa, I think a lot of um, advanced fee scams uh, are there where you're being asked to pay to get a job. There's desperate need for jobs, so people do that. In Asia, it's a lot about pyramid schemes and phishing schemes, uh, scams. In Europe, a lot of phishing scams, uh, especially uh, through social media platforms. Um, then also in other areas, it's a lot about advanced fee scams as well. Um, yeah, so so that is those are some of the scams that have been the job scams. So, what what basic remediations would one uh, need to, to do in order to avoid uh, being a victim of circumstance? To to remediate or to avoid? Both. <laughs> 
Okay, so first one is to remediate. So you've been scammed, okay, right? So the first one transparency. So the first one is you have been scammed, right? Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times when you've been scammed, it means you've you've been able you've given away your personal information, and that could be information relating to your uh, bank account, etc. So I think the first thing is to to get in touch with your bank if you feel if you had given away financial information. Um, also, sometimes the scammers are, and, and a lot of them are online, but you know, so there's sometimes email exchange. Uh, so it's important that uh, you stop the communication with that scammer. Um, I once tried to join a board, um, an online job platform. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, and I applied, I, I, I wanted to try out these online jobs and I applied for one and then I got an email from, from someone saying, um, you know, if you could send me this much amount of money, we'll give you this job. Uh, and I thought it was curious, but I, so I reported it to, this, to the platform and they said, you know, never, you know, these are some of the things that you should never do. If somebody asks you for a job, things, um, never respond, but also stop the communication. So stop, stop the communication, you block the, the, the whatever it is, the emails that they're sending you or the calls. And of course, I think it's important that you, if you've given away personal information like your account details or passwords and such things, that you change those. Um, so basically, you want to stop the damage, really. Um, then, of course, uh, I think depending on the nature of the of the of the scam or how much you feel you've lost, it might it might help you to to get some information together about the scam, uh, so that you can report it even better. Um, of course, reporting to if you're going to report to the police, that's the evidence you need. If you're going to report to the to the platform that you're using, perhaps that's the evidence you need. So I think it's important that you um, that you report it as well. Um, and then maybe, you know, like you've learned from the experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need to yeah. learn from the experience because uh, a lot of these job offers are kind of too good to be true. Um, so you need to kind of start getting familiar with what does a scam really look like. I mean, sometimes your your intuition is saying, oh, this is just too good to be true. Sometimes that intuition means that it is too good to be true. So it probably, if it's too good to be true, then it probably is too good. It's not true. Um, and learn learn from it because uh, you don't want to go through that, that process again. Uh, and it's one of those things, you should never ever share personal information online. Uh, most most employers don't ask for money upfront before they, they give out jobs. So don't do that. Just, and you know, do your research before you, um, you apply. So if something really looks good, then start looking at at uh, at that company. You know, Google, do the search. Um, have some level of skepticism. So just research before you even think about engaging with them in terms of providing personal information. Obviously, it's best not to until you're sure. Uh, and th th there are many uh, review sites like uh, Trust. Uh, there's a site that is, is it Trust Advisor? There are advi advisor sites if you're going online where you can get some reviews um, on, on, on particular uh, companies, etc. Um, so, yes, don't uh, share information 
personal information, if you don't trust the person, uh, be careful about clicking on links and on emails and such things. You know, learn. You know, learn what what the many. Co uh, there's much information about how to tell whether uh, a link is fake or it's coming from the wrong. You know, you might it might look like LinkedIn, but just be very careful because it might look like LinkedIn, but it might have two L's in the beginning or something like that, and it'll just send you to to a fake website. So, yeah. So I think that's what I would I would say. But it's just the, the level of skepticism that you have to have when dealing with online is really important. Be very skeptical. Don't share information with someone you don't trust, someone you don't, uh, an organization that you don't trust and you don't know anything about. Yeah. I think also another thing is uh, on social media, make sure you, you don't, like there are specific places where you can look for a job. LinkedIn jobs is there. Uh, we've also shared some in our previous podcasts where you could get a job without worried that being worried that you are being scammed. So ensure you go to trusted and reliable sources for, for looking for a job, not someone just randomly texting you. <laughs> they all want money. Oh, so please <laughs> help yourself. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention that it, it's a, it might be a good idea as well. Of one, once you've been scammed, especially through uh, malware or whatever, that you you um, you scan your computer, scan it for for malware, so that you and, and maybe up, update your antivirus. Do a thorough scan just to make sure that there's nothing sitting still sitting on your computer. And. Uh... Also, these things over here, yeah, you're supposed to download a specific application to apply for a job. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, not a good idea. Not. So, you yeah. just be pretty serious ways of stealing your information. So, I'm sure yeah. you also avoid such. I guess with that, we will just. Josephine, do you have final remarks for today? No, I think that that nothing further. I think it's just online stuff. Just be very careful about online emails that you don't know. Just have a high level of mistrust, if you like, uh, before you start engaging on a personal level with any uh, with any entity, any person, any individual. Okay. I guess with that we shall end here and uh, we'll pick it up from the next one. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, dear.